reveal. The great reveal. In my study, in my prayer time, the Lord spoke these three words to me. The great reveal. As I was seeking him, and, and let me say this, you don't start seeking the Lord for a word for the coming year, the day of. You seek him the year before, the year before, and he gives you a word, a prophetic word for the coming years. And you might remember years ago, I spoke a word to you all and told you that the Lord told me he was doing a new thing. And we declared that new thing for quite some time. And last year, the Lord said to us that it was going to happen by faith. That the new thing that he's doing, he's already begun. And he asked the question in Isaiah chapter 49, can't you see it? I've already started. I'm making a way for you in the desert. And making a way for you in the wilderness. I've already begun. And we said by faith we can see this thing happening. And the Lord said to me this year, there's going to be a great reveal. Well, I'm going to show some stuff. <laughs> you might not get excited about that. But I want you to, I want you to catch this. Say with me, the great reveal. In Luke chapter 1, Luke chapter 1, Gabriel brings a message to Mary. And he says to Mary that you are favored. And the Lord is with you. And you are blessed among women. You got to catch those three things. You're favored. The Lord is with you. And you're blessed. My check. Your favor. The Lord is with you. And you're blessed. Now, you got to catch this because Mary didn't feel favor. She didn't know that the Lord was with her. And she didn't feel blessed. Because her circumstances didn't look like she was favored. Didn't look like God was with her. And it didn't look like she was blessed. Matter of fact, Mary asked the question, how can this be? I don't even have a man. Come on now. Just let that sink in. How can I do what you're saying that God says I can do when I don't have what it takes to get that done? God sent me to tell you that when you have favor and he's with you and you're blessed, he equips you with what you need. While you're looking at what you don't have, all you need is a word. Once you get a word from God, it does not matter what other stuff is missing. God shall supply so that you can bring forth what he has for you to have. She had somebody, but it wasn't what God wanted to use. And sometimes we'll miss what God is trying to do because we don't want him to use what he wants to use. We want to pick what we want him to use. But God said, I got something better for you, but you got to... Sometimes we can't get what God got for us because we still hold on to what we want. But watch this. Mary was favored. The Lord was with her and she was blessed. That's the first part of the message. That's, that's enough to go home and shout about right there. That the Lord told me to tell you that prophetically, you're favored. 
might not have the education. You might not have the finances. It ain't in your budget. But God said, your favor, I'm with you and your bless. David shows up with a message and watch what he says to her. He says that thou shalt bring forth a son. You're going to conceive in your womb and you're going to bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus. Watch this in verse 32 of Luke chapter 1. He says, you shall, he shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end. She's not even sure what's going on, but the word has already been prophetically spoken to her. And the Lord is saying, before this thing even comes into manifestation, I'm telling you what's going to happen. It hasn't taken place, but you can go ahead and get ready for it. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. And you're going to conceive. And what you're going to conceive, I need you to name it. When you name it, there's an expectation that is attached to the name. Because what you have to understand, when you go in the name of God, you can't just step out any kind of way. God ain't doing nothing shabby. God ain't doing nothing bootleg. What God is putting together requires excellence. It requires commitment. It requires perseverance. You got to be able to go through and still maintain what God told you the thing was going to be. And so he says to Mary, let's move. He says in Luke chapter 1 that this thing that you're having, this thing that's in you is going to be great. Somebody say it's great. great. But the thing has yet to be revealed. She, all she has is an angel. Don't you know that sometimes people will think you crazy? Don't you? Can't you see Mary walking through the market and her stomach beginning to show and people say, oh, she's saying, that's the Lord, baby. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the street here, have Joseph paid. Uh, yeah, y'all yeah, act like we ain't in. Wish I could bring it in 2017 where uh, she was walking through VT and talking about she pregnant by the Holy Ghost. Y'all quiet, like y'all don't talk about who folk baby belong to. <laughs> so watch this. In Luke chapter 2, a man by the name of Simeon, the Lord had told him that he wouldn't see death until he had seen the reveal, the revelation or the revealing of the Messiah. And so in Luke chapter 2, Simeon says, when he sees Mary in the temple, he says, I see him now. He says, I'm ready now, God. My days have been fulfilled. You can go ahead and take me. There was a prophetess by the name of Anna who came and said the same thing that Simeon said because Mary may have had some doubt in her mind, but it was affirmed through others that this is what God said that he is because God wasn't just dealing with Mary, but he had revealed to others. It was 700 years before Jesus was ever born that Isaiah prophesied that a virgin was going to give birth to a baby. He said in Isaiah chapter number 9, verse number 6 that a child is going to be born and a son is going to be given we're going to call his name wonderful we're going to call him a counselor his name is going to be mighty and everybody looked at Isaiah like he was crazy until Mary showed up with a baby in her belly what I'm telling you is you can't worry about what folk going to say and if they're going to call what you're carrying crazy what you got to remember is that when God put on the inside of you all you got to do is carry it the right way and eventually it shall be revealed as to what it is going to be you just got to carry what God told you you 
told me to tell you he's getting ready to reveal his thing. Yeah, it's about to get good in a minute. So watch what happens. The Bible says uh, in John chapter 1, verse 29, that John is baptizing. There's been 30 years, 30 long years. And really the only time that we see Jesus doing anything is in Luke chapter 2 when they go to Jerusalem and they go up to the temple and he gets left behind because he was still in church. And his mama left him, his daddy left him, and they come back to get him. And he says to them, didn't you know that I must be about my father's business? He, yeah, why y'all trying to go out and do all this other stuff? He said, you, you didn't know where I was going to be. I have to be about my father's business. And that was the point that Mary began to realize that what she was carrying and what she had given birth to was something special. At that time, he was on the trail. But 18 years continued, and the Bible says that it was not until he was 30 years old. The reason that he had to wait until he was 30 was because in the Jewish custom, they thought that you had to be 30 years old before you could legitimately teach somebody something. And according to the Levitical law, you could not become a priest or a prophet until you reached the age of 30. And so he said this, I didn't come to destroy the law, but I came to fulfill it. And so he himself was subject to the same law. And he said, I'll humble myself until the age of 30. I'm talking to some folk that need to understand something. That even when God gives you a prophetic word, and even when God speaks greatness over your life, you still have to remain humble until your time comes. You can't hate on nobody else shine because your time hadn't come. 2017 might have been somebody else here. And God had you on the back burner to see how you was going to celebrate somebody else's blessing. But because you got hateful and ungrateful and all of that bitterness you had in you in 2017, God said, I can't bless you in 2018 because you had so much in you in 17 until you learn to bless me even when you ain't got, I can't give to you until you learn to praise in the valley. There's some folks say, I'm going to wait till I get to the mountaintop to shout. Yeah, you better learn to shout in the valley because if you don't learn to shout in the valley, you will never get to the mountaintop. Ain't nothing like a valley praise. Ain't nothing like a broken praise. Ain't nothing like a hurting praise. Ain't nothing. You better say, people don't even come to the altar unless they hurt. They don't come to the altar unless they're broken. Ain't no praise like a broken praise. I said, I'll keep you broken. That's the only way you're going to pray. And so I said, so 30 years passed. 30 years. And here comes Jesus one day when John is baptizing in the wilderness. John says to the people, that's him. Now you got to understand what's going on. Let me paint a picture for you before we go too far in this. You got to understand what's going on. There ain't nobody talking about Jesus. John is the only one who's talking about it. But he's telling everybody that he know about it. Watch this. I like this about John. That John wasn't worried about building his own ministry. John wasn't worried about his name being up in lights. He wasn't worried about his name being on the sign. He wasn't worried about him getting the glory. He said, I came to glorify another. And the Lord told me that we're living in a day where man has turned away from him and began to glorify himself and taken their eyes off of Jesus. But he said, I'm getting ready to separate. You don't know the real prophet from the fake prophet. You don't know those that come for me and those that come for themselves. God said, I'm getting ready 
reveal who's for me. God said, I'm getting ready to show some stuff. Yeah, because you got some folk that are more worried about building up their name than they are his name. They're more worried about how many folk in the sanctuary than the folk taking care of the folk that's in the sanctuary. You got to understand that God said, I'm kind of upset with the prophets. I'm upset with the preachers because they preaching, but they don't forget about me. How they talking about a God that they don't know? They preaching about me, but don't have relationship. They talking about me, but they ain't doing it in my name. He said, they're lying on me. Yeah, you get a chance. I don't have a whole lot of time to preach this to you, but in Jeremiah chapter 29, around verse 11, you'll find that the Lord starts sending words to Jeremiah to tell the children of Israel that the people that's prophesying to them are liars. God said, you ain't my prophets. I ain't sent them. I know the church is full, but they ain't mine. God said, I'm getting ready to do a great reveal. Let me work through this. So, so he says, John says, Behold the Lamb, uh, which taketh away the sin of the world. He said, This is the one that I've been telling y'all about. He said, I didn't know him, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Round verse 32, John, by record, you got to understand this is important. The first thing you got to understand is there's people out here preaching who God didn't even certify. <laughs> That Jesus said didn't show up on the scene and say, I'm finna start preaching. He had somebody who had a witness to his anointing. Yeah, before you show up talking about somebody that called you, you need somebody to verify that God has got an anointing on your life. You can't just go out and start preaching on your own. You got to have somebody that can send you down when you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. You got to somebody, you got to have somebody who can correct you when your theology ain't right. You got to have somebody that can check you when your lifestyle ain't lining up. Somebody say the reveal. Yeah, and so the Lord says, watch this, John says, that's him. He says, the way that I know is him is that the Lord told me when I see the spirit descending on him and not leave, when I see the spirit remain on him, yeah, I'm going to know that that's him. And John, I reckon, watch this, because he didn't care about who was listening. 400 years had passed by. See, some people think that I need people to verify. All I need is one person to get an amen. And Jesus said, all I got is junk. He said, John, be a record of me. Y'all was going out to the wilderness to hear it. And John told you that I was the one. Now look, this somebody tell them in 2018, it's all about Jesus. Now we done got caught up in the man name. And we done got caught up into their name. When it's his name that we're saying that. No other name. He goes, yeah, you coming out to hear Bacara, but you got to get in love with Jesus first. He goes, not about what I say. You got to fall in love with him first. You got people switching churches because of the pastor. You got to find you somewhere where they hear from the Holy Ghost. They ain't got time to play with people no more. They ain't got time to talk to somebody out there. We ain't giving no more passes. It's time not for playing games with God. In 2018, God gonna reveal. Let me work through this. I got about two minutes. Happy New Year. I gotta work through this real quick. I, just, I can't finish. It's 12.02. Happy New Year. I gotta work through this stuff. So watch this in Matthew chapter 3. Yeah, because the earth now, watch this. Because the first thing that happens is the earth, the earth verifies him. That's right. 
Yeah, earth verifies in his hands. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, God spoke and said, John, when you see it, that's him. The next thing that happens in Matthew, because John didn't record it like Matthew recorded it. Watch what happens. John was, was the disciple that Jesus loved. The Bible says, but his account is different from Matthew. Matthew has an account. You know how it is. If both of us see a fight, we're going to tell different parts of the fight. I saw something that you didn't see, but it's the same fight. You just saw different stuff. And so Matthew says, I saw the same spirit, but I heard something that John didn't hear. I heard heaven open up. Hold it up to the light. And when you hold it up to the light, there's 
energy don't have to seal with an apron. God said, if you don't have my spirit, then you are not alive. You got people preaching that ain't got the Holy Ghost. You got people prophesying that ain't got the Holy Ghost. You got people singing. But guys, get ready to reveal because the one that's preaching on their own teaching on their own. He said, I'm about to pull the rug from under their feet and they're going to be left out there on their own. He said, I'm getting ready to expose that because I'm tired of a lie on me. I ain't the God that just talks about houses and land. How am I going to prophesy you a house and you sleeping with your neighbor wife? How are you going to be a prophesy about a car and you drink and smoke every night? I'm getting ready to reveal myself together because I understand that the time is winding up. I got to stop that mess I got going on. I got to stop lying to folk. I got to stop keeping that mess because God's going to reveal it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
ready for this shit. Because I don't need anything that's hindering me. God said it's time now for us to move higher. I tried to show it to you. I showed you the dream, showed you visions. They did stuff and you just still didn't understand. He said because if they ain't affirming you, if they ain't supporting you, if they ain't helping lift you up, then they're pulling you down. You've been hanging around folk. Christ. Let me tell you what's happening. There's some of us that have been on the back side of the mountain. God said you've been faithful. I gave this word a few months ago prophetically to a house in Monroe where the Lord told me to prophesy over the house and tell them it's open season. And the Lord told me to tell the house that was getting ready to happen because you prayed in secret. He said don't be like in Matthew chapter 6 like the hypocrites. Don't be like those that stand in the corners and pray. He said, but when you pray, you went into your closet. And when you go into your closet, close the door behind you. And your God that sees you in private shall reward you openly. And the Lord sent me to tell the house that it was open season. That he had seen what they were doing in private. And the Lord told me today, he said, what's been happening is that I've had some of my saints on the backside of the mountain. They thought that they were in obscurity and they thought that I had forgot about them. He said, but it was training. He said, I was getting them ready for warfare. He said, they've been through hell in the valley. They've been through some stuff on the backside. They thought that I forgot about them back then. But they didn't understand that it was for a time as this. They fell in love with me because it wasn't enough for them in the sheep. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, Samuel is praying for Saul. And the Lord says to Samuel, how long you going to pray for him? Seeing that I done rejected him. See, he told me that these prophets, preachers, pastors, evangelists, apostles are in the same place as Saul. He said they fell in love with their position as king and would not listen to the commands that I was speaking. He said, so the same way that I rejected and took my spirit from Saul is the same way that I'm taking my spirit from him. Some of them started off on the right leg, but they started falling in love with people because they were singing songs about them. They were talking about how great the sermons were. They were talking about how great the miracles were. And they forgot that I'm the one that is the source of the miracles. That I'm the one that supplies all of their needs. There's some of us that are sitting in here that I pray to the Lord you hadn't forgot where you came from. You hadn't forgot that you started on the backside of the mountain. You hadn't forgot that you used to be nobody. That before you fell in love with him, you didn't have nothing. So he says to Samuel, he says, how long are you going to pray for him? He said, get up off your knees and stop crying for him. Yeah, get up off your knees and stop crying for him because I rejected him. He said, I found me a new king. Yeah, he said, go down to 
down to the house of Jesse, you'll find them down there. So watch what happens. Jesse shows up. I'm going to give you the abbreviated version. Jesse, show, he shows up at the house of Jesse. And he says, look, the Lord told me to come down here and anoint a king out of your house. So Jesse brings all of his good-looking sons. He brings the one that got the good countenance. He brings the ones that are well-built and put together. He brings the ones that are articulate. He brings the ones that got the degrees. He brought all of them people in front of Samuel. And Samuel said, ain't none of them it. The ones that look like they gon' get it ain't the ones, but it's the ones that's been looked over. It's the ones that's been stepped over. It's the ones that's been forgotten. And so Jesse, he says, Jesse, do you have any other children? He said, is there another son? Because the Lord ain't chose none of them. Jesse says, there's one more boy. There's one more boy. He can't even come to the table. There's one more boy that I forgot about. There's one more, but he's out there keeping the sheep. And Samuel said, Go get it. Somebody say, Reveal. Go get it. The same one that you forgot about, the one that you talked about. And some theologians believe that David wasn't really his son, that David was an illegitimate child. There's some of us in here that's been treated like the black sheep, that's been treated like the illegitimate child. But the favor of God is upon your life. The Lord is with you and you're blessed. I want you to know something, saints. And when God has a call on you, he'll find you wherever you are. You ain't got to be on TV. You ain't got to be in the spotlight. You ain't got to worry about all of that. Because when God gets ready to elevate you, he's going to create a spot for you. Let me finish this thing. Watch this. So the Bible says that Samuel said to Jesse, we ain't going to eat till he get here. Even invited to get it. And Samuel says, We're going to hold up everything till he comes. I don't know if y'all know when to shout. That's a shout moment right there. That you weren't even invited to the party. You weren't even invited to the table. You've been looked over for positions. You've been lying on, you've been denying all of this. And now all of a sudden, they can't start the party till you get there. We can't sit down till he comes. So watch what happens. David comes in. The Bible says he was ready. Handsome of a good countenance. And Samuel pours the oil on him. And the oil begins to flow. It didn't matter. Watch this. The Lord didn't even give him a chance to clean up. He's still dirty from keeping the sheep. But the anointing cleaned him up. He didn't wait on him to get himself together. He came just like he was. And the anointing of God still flowed on his life. You ain't got to wait to get yourself together. You ain't got to wait to turn your life around. Let the anointing destroy you. Yeah. Straight from the backside of the mountain. Yeah. To the king 
overlooked him. The same brothers that overlooked him. Now they got to call him Cain. <laughs> that thing get just a little bit more better. It get just a little bit more better. I know you're sleeping, but it get just a little bit more better. I know you're tired, but it get just a little bit more better. Because that's around verse 12 and 13. But watch what happens in 14. The Bible says that the spirit of the Lord came upon David. After the anointing oil started to flow. In 14, it says that the spirit departed from Saul. The Holy Spirit departed and an evil spirit came. And so Saul began to say, I need somebody to help me. And his servants said to him that we know somebody that can help you out. Because after he was anointed king, David had to go right back to keeping the sheep. So you got to be able to handle your anointing and still remain humble. You got to know that God got a call on you, but I can still remain humble. So the Bible says, Bible says that Saul said to the servants, he said, man, listen, I need somebody that when this evil spirit start acting up, that can sue this thing. And one of his servants said, I know a dude that's back there on the mountainside that plays the harp. Do you want me to get him? And Saul said, go get him from me. Go get him. Watch how the Lord created an opportunity. Because David was the one that he was talking about. And the Bible says that Saul sent for David. And David came to Saul. And David began to play for Saul. And the evil spirit departed from him. And the Bible says that Saul sent word to Jesse that you ought to let your son stay with me. For he has found favor with me. From the backside of the mountain, a shepherd boy that ain't even respected in his own family, that the king calls for it because God gave him a gift. How many of you know that your gifts will bring you before king? You may be on the backside of the mountain, but what God is getting ready to reveal is the anointing that's been on you your whole life. So he said word to him. Let your son stay with me. Let him stay with me. Make him my armor bearer. See, even before he's anointed as king, but he's an armor bearer. Yes. Yes. He's still serving. See, that's right. God elevated him, revealed who he really was. I know he looks like a shepherd boy to you, but that's my king. God said in this year, what we're getting ready to see is people who've been on the backside in real warfare. Not worried about their name, but they fell in love with God. Listen to what God said about David. He's a man that's after my heart. He might not be perfect, but he's a man that's after my heart. He might have messed up with Bathsheba, but he's after my heart. God said, because he loves me, I'm going to elevate him. Because when I elevate him, 
he's not going to forget about me. God said, I'm going to remove the candlestick from those who have forgotten about me. And I'm replacing them with somebody who I'm going, I can elevate and they won't forget me. The good reveal, the great reveal is that God is getting ready to make an announcement that those that are his, he's getting ready to open up heaven and say, behold, this is my beloved son in whom I am well. And it's happening in 2018 that God is going to reveal those that belong to him. I don't want to be one of those that's left out. Because I'm faking Jacob as the old folk used to say. Ain't no jack leg. Bootleg preaching. Living in a kind of way. Ain't say don't love God. Won't pray. Won't fast. Won't pay. How we call ourselves saints and we don't do nothing saints do. But God said in this year you're going to see you're going to see those who are after things and those who are after me. It shall be revealed in this season. But for those of us who are truly his, the work is just beginning for us. That's right. That's right. Don't get elevated and then forget that he elevated you. Don't forget that it's because of him that you are who you are. Let your actions be true. If you love God, Act like you're supposed to act. <laughs> love them that you're supposed to love. Amen. Do good to them that do evil to you. You can't pick and choose. You got to love those that we say is hard to love. Watch what he said. He's been separating, but he said now, he said, this is how people are going to know you, That's my right. disciples, yeah. if you love one another. Oh, yeah. That's right. For real. Even them with stank attitude. Come on now. That's right. Still got the love. Great reveal. Amen. Mm -hmm. Celebrate God in this place. Come on.